welcome to Legally Speaking with Yemisi. So, your favorite prepared this intro for all of you. No, special intro for all of you. So, it's going to interest you that cut time to get a lesson in languages so that I can appeal to my K drama lovers. Please, I don't know some people talk about the local. We'll be rolling your eyeballs down the earth. But anyways, you're not left out as anime lovers. So I went out of my way to learn some Japanese language because of you. You know I love you. You know, all this fear is just animal. So I have to be fair. You know, as per legal personal. Everything is privy. She ain't get me. So therefore, I'm going to be introducing myself in Korea. Six sides for your sister. All your sisters. All my friends. We I cannot start again because I recorded this thing like three to four times now. I can't start again. I'm sorry. <laughs> So yeah, So that's how to introduce yourself in Korean language. Yes. In case you want me to come and give me private class, you can send me a DM. No, I can't consider if you can pay me 50k per hour. I can put you under consideration. <laughs> So for my anime lovers, konnichiwa mina, watashimowa, yemisi. So that's, I, I, try, I, I tried, <laughs> you can't blame me, I'm a woman. I tried, you know, I tried, but, you know, I just, I just can't do it, you know, you need to see me when I was practicing, you know, <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, down to the business of today because I've already just so many to just introduce myself both in Japanese language and Korean language. So yeah, I know you pull off, but I'm getting there one day. I'll get there. <laughs> anyway, so so um, this is the first official episode of Legal Speaking with MC. So you know, this um podcast is not just appealing only to you know um legal people who are studying law or people who are in the legal line, you know, it is appealing to or it is open to other people to, in order to know a few things that you, that you ought to know as a citizen of Nigeria and as a normal person, you know, <laughs> sorry, as, as a person, you ought to know about, you know, legal stuff so that you can, can give them, you know, anywhere, don't come at you, ah, show them that you know <laughs> anyways 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 so first of all so if you know there is this general belief that whenever you tell someone oh i'm aspiring to be a lawyer oh i'm a solid the first thing that i go say share with you about women anyways y'all forgive them for us amen amen so that that there is this um myth so here on the first thing I'm going to be talking about here is we buffing the myth that because everybody <laughs> lawyers are liars. Well, my dear, <laughs> if it's a day, you know, be a yeah, be a day. <laughs> lawyers, technically, you know, for this they are not liars because I'm going to be giving reasons because I cannot just come and say something here and you know not back it up with reason because I assured you. That authenticity. I'm oh, sorry, I can't even pronounce that <laughs> Like honestly, I can't even pronounce the authentic. I'm not saying authentic. I don't want to tell my laugh as me. 
authenticity. Yes, that is it. Ah, you know, authenticity. Anyway, sha sha sha. I cannot come and tell you reasons here without giving you reasons or just back it up with. So yeah, the fact that people say that lawyers are liars should not discourage you from doing whatever you want to do as a lawyer or as a legal personnel. So here I am to rebuff the myth that lawyers are liars. So technically lawyers are not liars they just work with evidence and facts because of that is what you present to the court to decide whether or not you know your client you know has the upper hand or whether or not the law tempers mercy with justice tempers justice with mercy we are getting there sorry <laughs> you know on certain issues that is presented before the court so there's something that we call you know, evidence. I'll just be talking about it later on on this show. That's if a faithful person that you know listening to my every episode. You know, I'm going to be giving shout outs to some special persons on my next episode that listen to it and they share it on their status to their friends because it's not good to odd. You know, all these good good things, it's not good to odd. Anyway, shah as I was saying, go. So like yeah. So as I was saying, um, lawyers law um, they work with facts and then evidence presented before the court in order to determine whether or not their client has the upper hand in court. So the fact that oh, um, they let me use the word sometimes manipulate, you know, um, evidence and then and sometimes that oh, you may feel that uh, someone um, committed murder and then um, walks scot free. <laughs> Where curses but and works got free, you know. It always um boils down to the competence of the lawyer and then the you know how well he can present the case before the judge and judge being a non-biased judge will work with the things that has been presented, will work with the facts and evidence and how lawyer is able to present the case in front of him. So here we have rebuffed the myth. So, so if you are an aspiring you know lawyer who really wants to be in the legal line please allow that statement to you know um, off you or throw you off balance because there are other areas in which you can practice if you don't want to go to a courtroom or if you are just down with that statement that lawyers are liars well they are not just work with the facts and evidence before the court, voila, it's left to the judge to decide whether or not their clients were scot free or they temper justice with mercy. So, yeah, moving on to the next thing is to do is that I'm going to be doing some revelation on the genesis of how law came to be. <laughs> Sharing in this life, <sighs> law, you know, normally generally there is no um, um, universally accepted definition of law you know various scholars have defined law through or with the way they have seen law come to play or they have seen how law has been used but you know you can say that law is like a rule or a body of rules that is, is you know made for a society in order to govern in order to help and bring about order and you know, peace in such society because there is a saying that goes that where there is no law there is no sin do you understand so if there is no law if there is no order in a particular place there will be chaos 
there will be no right and wrong so law brings about me knowing whether or not this is right or this is wrong law brings about knowing whether or not you know um what um this is legal this is not legal to bring about order and you know peace in a particular society do you understand so yeah so if there is no law in this country like this well anyways we've already been like since we don't have flow that's why everything just doing dabaru dabaru like this but anyways as this show go on as this episode or podcast go on if you are faithful we'll be revealing you know some things that you ought to know that you never knew that in our constitution was even legal was even illegal and there are some things that you are even doing that you know that you know going to back then criminal you have to apply law that the criminal i don't to be revealing it as this podcast goes on so moving on let's hold on here i've not finished oh, i've not finished revelation on genesis i only gave you a snippet of reasons why we have rules or reasons why rules are being applied you know so that's nigeria so you'll be hearing sometimes when common law sometimes having you know it's because of we have some british background we have received english law and we have so that is that's the general application so the gist behind that received English law as a general application started not a general application um as like you know all I say is it a general application yes since nineteen hundred so received English law are those laws and rules that we received from you know the British before they gave us independence so you know before they gave us independence we usually have something like civil courts police courts you know it usually have you know um um is usually in you know no, the other of course that we have now is of you know, the Supreme Court. We had the Tribunal Court, which the Queen was you know, headed over. So, um, which the Queen was heading. So, I can't, I can't study this thing for again. Please follow me as you know, as I'm going with the flow. So, <laughs> so yeah, def- and when um, um, they gave us independence. A lot of things change that's why we have this certain other courts that we have now and then some of the rules that are practicing now that are in conjunction with some of the um british rules are because of the received english law that we have and then we also have the primary sources of law and the secondary sources of law so primary sources of law are you know case laws and you know laws that um made or uh, yeah that applies to nigeria that you know that receives upper and in upper upper standing in court whenever you are right you know um, representing a client now and just use a nigerian case that has you know um that is relating to you know the case you are handling and then um that's it sha primary sources of law those rules that are applicable in Nigeria, those rules that are made in Nigeria. So that's our prime primary sources of law. And secondary sources of law are rules or not or or not rules are um, statements made by scholars, judges, you know, in order to aid and you know and uh, make your case have you know standing in court for usually primary sources of law are usually having upper usually have upper hand in or upper standing in court than secondary sources of law is like you know primary sources of law have the you know 
um, higher skill than the second um, secondary social class. So as time goes on, we'll be learning more things about you know more things about um, rules in Nigeria, laws in Nigeria, about the codes, about the bylaws in Nigeria, and also. Be giving us, you know, people that are, you know, grounded in areas of law, come and educate us, come and teach us things that we ought to know as human beings. <laughs> now, because I don't want this um, to go on and on, I just want to be short so something I, I can listen to. Maybe when you're coming back from work, when you're less busy during your leisure time. Yes, so still talking about law, mm, we have what we call the legal language, the legal jargon. So these are you know, um, type of languages, new languages or type of words that are used in the court. Something like contempt of court, you know, um, all these Latin languages, you know, Judex and Casasua, you know, those are the things that you know lawyers they are familiar with because in every say that in every you know area I mean course that we've been doing you know there are you know, legal magazines that you know serves as a foundation to some concepts of law so therefore you know it's um how do I say this now it's age understanding to some and to some extent so these are classified under the legal language that you know it is commonly used among lawyers and you hear them a lot in court so yes if you want to know more about legal language or how legal language you can wear all these um, 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 archaic words like aforementioned hearing set forth stuff like that when you go to the court so it's not it's not that deep but if you if you have that you understand as legal <laughs> because i don't know why people you can just like I don't know why people, you know, stay away from court sessions because I, I, it, I, I always like notice that it's always scanty. You are entitled to just walk into the magistrate court, the high court, and just sit through the you know, proceedings. You have to learn one or two things you know, about legal stuff. You don't have to be in the legal line to know about legal stuff like that. Anyways, to save time. Let's move on to the next thing on the agenda, which is double-decker marriages. You know, Nigerians, <coughs> if they're talking about Taluba first, Taluba party that be married, you know, or people that go all out whenever they want to marry, whenever they want to you know, do anything called marriage, or they want to have a wedding, Nigerian. You know. I even saw a video one time that you know some people, I think British or they're not they're not sure Nigerian sure they, they did like a um, a model wedding I be what they what would they call it shall not a real wedding shall but they shall copy the concept of weddings in Nigeria and it was you know if you if you if you if you have attended a real Nigerian wedding you say you know they you know but then there is something that we Nigerians do, which is, uh, let's say, excessive or which is not really necessary. 
unless you have to waste your money or because it has become a norm so that's why people think oh it is normal it is legal or it is you know the usual way to do things but i'm here to tell you that it is not under the family law the marriage act or marriage courses act of nigeria something or the thing that nigerians do now or we as nigerians do now or even people are present do they'll come to nigeria come and be <laughs> anyways they'll come and be you know they do traditional wedding white wedding at reception let me i'm here to tell you that that's just waste of money if you are if you are if you have, if you have done your and the traditional wedding which have as a customary marriage and your reception you are already regarded as married you are legally binded under law under the uh, customary law of nigeria so if you so is that you do either church wedding or court wedding church wedding <laughs> because of it's just so honestly i didn't even know about it until i read about it until i started doing you know, a course on it so so what we're doing in Nigeria when we do traditional wedding, uh, church wedding and the reception is called double decker marriage. But they are double decking, you know. Something that is already legal when you have already done your, you know, traditional wedding. You have been engagement with my queen, you know, in the morning and you now can't do another at my court. Well, anyways, I'm here to tell you that once you have done your, you know, engagement, special man queen, engagement, Lara no need to do you know, church wedding again you're already regarded as married under the law so it is either you do your engagement and reception or you do your church wedding and reception amen amen <laughs> so <laughs> and people will surprise you will surprise him you know <laughs> and you know because of the fact that um there has been you know the normal um you have gone through the normal phase of you know paying of the bride price and accepted by your father or someone who is able to stand in as your father and then there is a proper handing over of the bride to the husband then you are considered married under the law and then again there's another thing i want to point out that you know all these people that will say ah they will say when they want to do church wedding let me tell you this no way they will do church wedding like they'll be like, is there anyone, man or woman, who sin just cause why this two should not be you know, uh, married? Let him speak now or forever. Oops. Oh my shame. Oh my game look can make it come. No work everything cost cut and here we face can wait empty bust. You know that's that's that um time or someone can just you know when when a person raises his or her hand, what they have done there is by um doing a caveat. So a caveat can be done before or during the wedding where the it can be done after the wedding where the um if the if one of the parties that wants to get married is already married for a third party and the marriage is not one of customary marriage because of customary marriage allows you know two or three wives but it's under like this um, statutory if it's a statutory marriage which is what this church marriage I used to see the person can raise a caveat and then has to show just cause why the person cannot marry another person you know 
you understand sha <laughs> but then the caveat will be raised in the high court and everything so so in the in the marriage um marriage form they would write a caveat on top of it so that you show that this marriage is not yet valid so on the last and final thing they're going to be talking about here is i don't know if anybody has watched this movie the twitter the, i don't know what i'm saying the tinder swindler so let me give you a background story here just quick two seconds that maybe if you have not watched this story this tinder it is a it's a real real life story that was turned into a movie this tinder swindler is someone who projects himself as being rich and son of a so-called diamond nugu and guess corner our girls you know so that's how you would know lure girls not lure girls child deceive girls into the um, thinking that is rich that is that show them love them kiss. so he has done that or he has been doing that to girls all over the world so what you do is that you would you know show them love what is your voice you know you know show them love do everything for them not really do everything you not really go all out you know you would invite them over to his expensive hotels you know but you know the, the way he, he does it is that the money he collects from one man you spent on the other the money he collects from the other man you spent on the other so um, on, on, on sort of, uh, one. then when 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 he sees that there there has been some level of trust has been established between you know, both of them you will not ask that ah oh you will not like make um um like you will not like that oh, his bodyguard has been attacked his enemies are going um they are going to come and attack him just like that because of one business deal that you do with the Israelites and the Israelis or Anyway, shall we shall come on in? So that one to be scared. Oh my love, we can't send more. You not you not ask that his account has been frozen that she send money. Um, you know, you know some girls you know fell victim. Some of them went to that borrow money as high as a hundred thousand dollars and. Now you know say that uh, they've not they've not he has not been able to access his account stuff like that and then boom before they realize it they are in debt so two of the brave women that he has already back now just raise the alarm and then the biggest um newspaper company in America just took up the story and then that's how it grew out so another woman that he has already back again <laughs> that one now back. <laughs> oh, that person oh, she scammed the scammer so he has all these designer he's clothed in designer stuff so she now said that ah okay maybe i can help you know she received him because when he learned that he has been caught he now told him this one that he said ah, i love i know because he's the only one that he, that's the only egg in his basket that you know, you know. he now thought that we can just you know buy his last one and just do a big escape and everything but that one was smarter and she had already heard the news so she now went to his place and lied to him that she going to sell his designer clothes because she works in the fashion industry so she said sold everything and she, she kept the money to herself when i said anyways this you point of mine 
would like you to damage me. But then my the, the reason why I wanted to talk I wanted to talk about this movie was that she all this woman said. But anyways, the the, the thing that really struck me most is that after going through things like this or a series of events like this, some people would still be on the app. I'm not saying that ah, online dating is bad or it's bad because of people different people have their opinions about online dating and dating generally. But the you know, first mother was being interviewed and then she said she's still back on Tinder and the man is still there working Scottish people. Oh, I think if they gave him 14 months then they released really, him on parole or something like that. So I'm like this man that has just been deceiving ladies and you know not just American ladies who everywhere in the world and then just working spot for like that you know having his ma- um, different cars he has different big cars now and everything and then why why can't something be done like why can't Tinder just block him from you know um using their um, app or something like that because of it's causing harm you know he's causing harm and heartbreak to all these ladies because of he's leaving them in huge debts that they have to pay all by themselves the money that they never as in even on yourself you spend the money self me as my money but money you spend or sent on that person all in the name of quotes love true love <laughs> oh my true love anyways go help them to look for go help them to see but i'd like to hear your comments if you if you have if you have oh, See, you forgive me. I can't start all over again. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you have watched the movie, I'd like to watch uh, hear your comments and your views on the thing that's on from Netflix, Catalog, Internet, Nigeria, everywhere. It's everywhere. So, I'd like to go and watch it and then um, I'd like to hear your feedback. And yeah, as you all know, I love you from Molofi from the bottom of my heart. This is where we draw the, draw the curtain on legally speaking with Yemis. Our next episode is gonna be hot. Oh, shit, shit, shit. I mean, it's hot to the extent that I'm not even going to give you a sneak peek. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, 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 it's gonna be hot. Hotter than today's day. Anyways, when you see friends of mine, I hope I'm able to convince you and to confuse you that. I am nothing for your taste. Yes. Annyeong. Bye. See you next week. Bye.